Hello, welcome in. Get out of the cold. Um, remember, shoes off at the front door. Get some snacks and come take a seat um, and join us here in the music shack with both Ray and Jack. And today we're doing it on a Friday. We're literally, the last episode came out yesterday and <laughs> we are doing it today. And honestly, we're here to cause a earthquake with this news just like Taylor Swift did in Seattle. If a 2.3 magnitude earthquake, that is crazy. And that's what the episode's going to uh, do. <laughs> yeah, totally. No, in all reality, we are just busy people and we didn't have time to record next week, so... We thought instead of skipping the episode, we would just record early because there's some stuff we wanted to talk about this week and we don't want to leave you guys hanging. Yeah, true. And then to put that into like clickbait terms, there is so so much important news that you cannot miss it, even though we're still releasing it on the same day and it's not going to be pushed Mm -hmm. out any sooner. Mm -hmm. And like, I'm sure in the next six days, there's going to be like 700 (laughs) announcements, whatever. And we're going to be like, oh, shoot. (laughs) Um, if it's really important, anyway, check our socials and you'll find out what our opinions yes, are on it. I have been really getting better at tweeting. We love that. And I did see your tweets yesterday. I literally just try to make jokes. So if you want to like listen to my funny jokes, follow the Music Shack Twitter. <laughs> at Music Shack. <laughs> but yeah, speaking of things that may happen in the next week or the week after um there's some fun things happening in the next few weeks with taylor and there's some things that have been hinted so to start off with taylor posted the reel we didn't talk about this last week and this was a little bit ago but she posted the reel and the tiktok with cruel summer with was which was a bunch of videos of the tour and it had cruel summer in the background and then in the caption it said summer forecast cruel yeah and then so a bunch of people thought that was like, oh, like a hint of like Eris Tour video, Eris Tour movie. Mm. And then some people were like, oh, we're getting the Cruel Summer music video and it's going to be like a m- compilation of Eris Tour clips. And I'm like, I'll literally cry if that's the case <laughs> because like it deserves a proper music video. Yeah. And then some people are just like, oh, it's an Eris Tour video, which is like the best case scenario we kind of all forgot about that when nothing happened in seattle because sometimes taylor will like to like post things like a few days before she's gonna do something so that was like a seattle theory and then nothing happened so it was like okay that was just like a tiktok she posted to post um and then (laughs) and then she changed her layout back from speak now to midnight which is weird because we thought the midnight's era was like over or something but i guess not jack i know you have opinions about this so i'll let you talk <laughs> i'm grieving how how does we we spoke last week about evermore being taylor's least favorite album but the disrespect that speak now has been shown it's weird no. though, but why do we keep going back to midnight's it's really interesting like I mean, I just think about what, like, Red TV got and then, like, what Fearless and Speak Now got is, like, crazy. And then, like, Debut's not even on the set list. So when she does debut Taylor's version, we're going to get nothing. She's not even going to change her (laughs) lips. She's not even going to tell us. She's just going to put it in the record stores on Spotify. And she's not going to say a word because she hates it. (laughs) 
just going to be like, oh yeah, this this thing happened over the weekend. You can go listen if you want to do it. Um, it's a shame though, I, but there is something weird about it because it's like you would think that like the late would just stay speaking now yeah. until something else is coming. Like, cause yeah, there, it's kind of weird. There was that theory. So right now, um, Taylor's got a Instagram post locked away, and she's mm-hmm. changed her like her layout back. And I, I, I did see a couple of theories, and it was like, oh, are we finally getting you're losing me to like streaming services. But I, mm-hmm. I was saying this to Ray, like, you're losing me. As much as it is a beautiful, I love this song, don't get me wrong. Like, no mm-hmm. other song I don't think has had, like, something. No, like, an Instagram like, post is a lot. Like, I tweet something, but, like, an, a full Instagram post is, like, a lot for one song. I can't recall if, like, The Lakes or, like, It's Time to Go and Right Where You Left Me. Like, all those songs never got Instagram posts. They were just put on Spotify when their contract with Target was ended. Yeah. But this wasn't a contract with Target or, like, another platform. It was just, like, she w- just didn't put it on streaming, which was some reason. Maybe she thought um, Joe wouldn't hear it this way if she just put it on CDs. Yeah. <laughs> I... <laughs> That's so funny. Um... Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. No, but in all in all seriousness, I don't know what that Instagram post is. And usually when she schedules an Instagram post, it's like posted on the same day. So I was like holding my breath mm-hmm. that like something was going to happen yesterday or today and like nothing happened. So I'm like, is it going to be this weekend? Like, is something going to happen at the Santa Clara shows this weekend, which is tonight and tomorrow night. So you guys will know when you're listening to us talk about this. So <laughs> that's fun. <laughs> Yeah, um, I, I don't know. It, oh, yeah, that, that'll that be something. There'll be something huge happens this weekend, and we obviously will be late and won't have anything to say about it until next week. Yeah. But, like, it it surely is. If she's not posted it yet, then there's surely something. It's some. It has. It's something. But why many? And, like, she, okay, the big thing is that she unpinned the Speak Now Taylor's version announcement from her Instagram. I don't think changing a layout really means anything. But unpinning the announcement is like, oh, okay, she's we're going into something new. It's kind of weird, though, because a lot of you are saying, oh, like, she's going to announce 1989 TV in L.A., which I fully believe. Like, yeah. I think Taylor is, like, crazy enough to announce 1989 on August 9th and 8-9 mm-hmm. um, and then release it in October, which we'll get to October release um, mm-hmm. because 1989 originally came out in October. So it would make sense for her to announce it. But why would she, if she was going to announce 1989, why would she switch back to Midnight when she could just keep Speak Now and then switch to 1989 when she announces 1989, which nobody would have cared about. (laughs) Yeah, like, that's what is the most confusing thing. And it's not even just, like, obviously we're joking about like when mm-hmm. she changed her layout, oh my god, she hates the album. It's it, we're just kidding, but it is very strange to like go from that to then back to midnight to then announce something else when you could just go from speak now, keep that as your pinned tweet until something does actually happen, then change it. I'd like to be like really clear, by the way, for all of the like haters. We know that like none of this is Taylor's doing; it's her social media's team doing. Um, obviously, she has to approve everything that's done on her account, but like. You know, like, 
these prof like these layouts and stuff have to be consistent across Spotify and mm -hmm. Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and maybe she's using one of those platforms so she's not the one doing any of this. Wait, do you and mean to tell not... me that she's not going in after every show and changing everything herself? Yeah, I know. Oh I'm God. just saying that, like, if there, you know that there's, like, yeah, we're, there's going to be one guy who's like, why are they saying Taylor hates speak now when she never changed the layout? It was her team. And it was like, yeah, that's, like, not the point of this discussion. But okay. <laughs> I don't know about you, but we're coming into 1989 and I'll, I'm ready to shake it off. Shake all the Honestly, off. I am fully convinced. Okay. Like, let's get into even more of this theory because. Okay um today taylor nation tweeted let me quote it word for word and jack will put it on the screen the air is getting pretty salty mm -hmm. dot 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 with a little wave emoji and and it's like it's not august yet it's july 28th today okay like it's that's something you would tweet on august 1st like just as a reference as taylor nation so to tweet it today is kind of weird and then the picture in in that is that picture she posted on july 4th um of her like sitting on the ledge with looking over the lake mm -hmm. um in the blue dress and i don't know if you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah but jack will put it on the screen but audio listeners you guys you guys know what i'm talking about <laughs> um you're smart audio listeners are smart <laughs> it's the, just imagine taylor on a wall in a dress and <laughs> with the notion binder and there's a bunch of seagulls and there's a big 1989 in the sky no i'm just kidding um, <laughs> sorry. um no but for real i um that's what it is and like it's really confusing because the caption you taylor nation tweets Everything they tweet, they put a hashtag on it mm -hmm. because they're Taylor Nation, right? Um, they're trying to build buzz. They're not like, you know, normal people who are like, ew, hashtags are cringe. Yeah. <laughs> um, we all know by now Taylor Nation does not care about being cringe. <laughs> but in a good yeah. way, it's okay. <laughs> True. But they didn't put any hashtags on it, which is really weird. So they're they're obviously trying to hint at something. But then the lyric is August, which is folklore. The picture is giving 1989. So it's like all of their profile pictures are midnights. <laughs> like what is happening? So this is so confusing. I think that LA Airs Tour weekend is going to be really chaotic. There's going to be so many celebrities there because it's LA. All the celebrities live in LA. Um, and so the the VIP tent is gonna be crazy. So they're gonna have security like everywhere. Oh yeah, it'll be crazy. And then Selena Gomez has been <sighs> giving out not Selena Gomez, Rare Beauty, but yeah. same thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> has been giving out tickets to the Airster, which I don't know if it's related to like Selena's fans, I guess, which is like interesting. If you're a Selena fan, I mean, you're probably a Taylor fan and really excited to get Aeros Tour tickets too. Yeah. But people are saying it means that, like, maybe she'll have a guest appearance. They're specifically giving them out for August 3rd, which is the first LA show, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, um, they're um, going to influencers. Oh, not Selena fans. No, I was wrong. Because influencers need more free stuff, right? Ugh, when fucking when fans need tickets to go see the show, but never mind. 
This is this is why you guys should like listen to our podcast more, so we can be influencers, and then yeah, so we they'll give us the, yeah. they'll give us the free tickets, and then you don't have to be like, oh my god, fans aren't getting the tickets because we're fans. <laughs> that is yeah, that that needs to happen now. There you go. And we maybe we can plan. maybe we can influence enough that we can get tickets and do a giveaway. We can't. We're not doing a giveaway. I'm. This is fake news. They by don't the way. know that next week. I, they've got. A f- <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> in Imagine what our fed created about us. We're not promising fake tickets. I promise. Um, no. Um. <laughs> but they are. They are for August third. Um. I don't know. Yeah. So they're for August third. I don't. It could just be like a complete marketing scheme from Rare Beauty and have nothing to do with it. I think people are making stuff up for no reason. I don't see why Selena would go on. Taylina. I mean, I don't. For I for I will so believe long. it when I see it, and I I think that Selena could feature on a 1989 vault track. To be honest, that's what like the, that would that's be what the theories are, and that but, I, yeah, I'd love it. But the thing is, we've not heard them on a song for so long, and there was like constant throughout the years about how they didn't want to mix like their friendship with the business, but. Yeah, so why would they have made a song together if that was how they were feeling forever? I don't know. It's 1989. (laughs) It's, like, a big thing. Everybody wants it. And it's, like, I don't know. We we go back to the Midnight stuff for this whole thing. And when Taylor was doing the announcements on TikTok for each of the songs for Midnight, the songs that she held the phone upside down for were track three and track eight. Which is, yeah, so that's A3. Yeah, which is the 3rd of August show. That's also a Carly Claus's birthday. Oh my god. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I should have said that. But Carly Claus fault track song? Don't start on that. Um, um, yeah, so could mean anything and I don't. I I feel like I mean Taylor did the double dates thing for Speak Now. I don't think she's gonna do it again and announce anything on eight eight. Like I know people are saying oh eight 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 because mm-hmm. because of the double dates thing, but I think that was a Speak Now thing and not um not gonna be in taken into future eras. Yeah. I think I think eight three is a good guess of something being announced, and then eight nine is a good guess because it's obvious. <laughs> it's nineteen eighty nine, and then um. It's also the last a U.S. era show, so yeah. she's gonna do something special for the last U.S. era show, um, well, and yeah. People are having so the theory is broken down by there is someone that tweeted it called at those eight to nine curls, but they said wait a second, what if Taylor announces nine to nine TV August third, invites Selena to a, to premiere a music video that would be that's insane, um, nine to nine vault mm-hmm. collab. And that's why Rare Beauty is sending people to the 8 free show. Um, and then someone quote-tweeted it with, quote tweeted it with um, When Emma Falls in Love lyrics, which is the, well, she's New York, she's so New York when she's in LA. So that's what they've kind of quote-tweeted it with. Um, I don't know, I feel like... People read too much into it. I think that Taylor does a lot of subtle Easter eggs, but when she does do subtle Easter eggs, they're usually, they're usually for, like, things that are, like, references to the past mm-hmm. um but when she's like giving us things for the future she does them very obviously i think people love to read into things 
I think I'll believe it if it happens. <laughs> Fair. I do hope that we ever we do get a Tilina because I think it's always been something that I've because I'm a big fan of Selena and Taylor and I've always wanted that. But at the same time, I just don't know how it sound, and I think that's more why I want it than than I don't. And just because their it's, friendships look like fun. So I yeah, just I think it'll be different. I think it'll be different, but it'll be exciting. But I was just pulling up a concert concert leaks tweet that said. Rare Beauty likely purchased a suite, which are still available to purchase. For reference, there, depending on the size of the suite, it's fifty thousand to a hundred thousand uh, dollars per suite. Um, but and you get food and everything included, and I think you can invite like twenty people or, or something crazy, oh um, which is like not a lot for the amount of money it is. Yeah, no, um, it's not. That like that's SoFi Stadium prices. I remember people paying that much. This is like totally a weird reference, but people pay, paying that much when um, the League of Legends finals were at SoFi Stadium. So that's funny. Taylor's um, a big League of Legends fan. To sum this video up, there was also a tweet um, that was made by Holy Ground Sound. Um, did we all see the TikTok alleging that record stores are currently pre-ordering a Taylor release for October? Which would like end yes. to the nineteen eighty nine stuff. Yeah, so nineteen eighty nine Taylor nineteen eighty nine not Taylor's version. The original nineteen eighty nine was released on October twenty seventh. Yeah. October twenty seventh happens to be a Friday in twenty twenty three. So I could see Taylor releasing it on the exact same day she originally released it on. People are saying eight thirteen because of thirteen, but I'm like, no. no. Like I feel like the twenty seven theory makes more sense. <laughs> yeah she usually would go for 13 but i feel like it's literally sitting right there like it's, it's yeah literally there and i believe that tiktok like the the tiktok was essentially saying um let me find the creator of the tiktok so we can um shout them out for yeah. for this it's 13 ty wilson on tiktok um he had a tiktok essentially explaining all of this and uh, um so you guys can find it if you want but there was a record shop in the UK that was saying that they're re- they're receiving shipments for a Taylor Swift album oh. um, to be released in October. You know when there's pre when record shops re- re- receive shipment information for for big releases that are like worldwide like that through like the UMG distributor well in advance, sometimes before the public even know about the album. So I don't know why they would just say this to yeah, somebody when clearly weird. they're not supposed to do that um that can get their license revoked yeah that's i don't dangerous. i don't know i i didn't like fully pay attention to all the details and how they got this information but the fact that someone's posting it online is like says enough for it to be like why are they saying this <laughs> <Yeah>. um <laughs> but like honestly like the screenshots that they showed in the tiktok made me believe essentially believe that it was real but I don't see Taylor releasing. There's two theories that I've seen that I believe. And the third one is that it's a new album, which I don't believe. Okay. I don't believe that Taylor's going to release a new album. Karma's coming. <laughs> she, uh, I think that Karma will come. I think that she'll announce Karma on the closing night of the Ayers tour. Like next you think August. So? That would be a big cake. Big cake. A big cake. <laughs> a big kick in the face. Um what pretty <laughs> <be> funny because <laughs> <laughs> like it'd be like oh yeah it's fucking that person i will not name like it's so like against me and i've literally just fucking got my albums back fuck him i'm gonna 
show them the karma and that'd be, that'd be sick i'm here for it it would be fun it would be exciting and it would be like my lost era or something like that um oh my god um, oh my to, like, god close the, air the, the stage goes to dark the orange door comes back on stage light shine and you just oh stop that wouldn't happen but I believe it, Jack. I am a truther. Oh my God, and I'll, I'll you know be what? There. When I can I tell this funny story? Okay. Yeah. When I yeah, you'll be there. Oh, I'm so jealous. Unless she um, does a second leg in the US. Mm. If she won't. Angry. I hope I really hope she won't. Um I mean, the thing is is like it's not confirmed that that's gonna be the last day, obviously, because she hasn't said it's gonna yeah. be the last day. People are just making assumptions. But Hopefully. It'll be the last day of air sh- tour of Europe, so it'll still be like she'll still do something special for it, regardless of anything. The first bracelet I got in Detroit was an Orange Karma bracelet, and I was oh, like, "Oh my god, Orange Karma!" And the girl like totally understood what I was talking about, and she she was like, she she was like she had a bunch of bracelets. We were on the train, and I was like, and she had bracelets, and I had bracelets, and we were like talking, and then she was like, "Oh, do you want to trade?" Because, and I was like, "Oh yeah." I don't know how to ask people how to trade <laughs> bracelets, so and I was just talking to you generally. Um, and then, she, and then she like gave me, she like showed me all the ones she had, and I picked the orange karma one on pur- purpose because I'm a karma truther. Um, <laughs> and like, and then we had like a little conversation about karma, and that was the first bracelet I traded. And I gave her what did I give her? I forget what I gave her. I don't remember what I gave her, but that's yeah. so fun though. Um, it was meant for you. That is literally all i wanted to say and that's why karma will be announced at the air tour because i had that experience <laughs> that is enough proof that's more proof than we ever needed but i don't think taylor's releasing a new album until the air tour is over i think that's stupid because then like she's already doing a three and a half hour set if she wanted she'd probably then want to add those new songs as another section on the set list and like it just wouldn't be feasible for her i just don't think that she's going to release a new album until she's done touring the air tour and then she'll do a new tour for the new album. It sounds so weird to say because we're not even like halfway done. The actual I know it's tour crazy. Just, like, already, she's just insane. Honestly, I don't know how she does it. And then the other theory is that they're releasing Midnight's 3 a.m. edition on physicals, which would oh. align with why Taylor put her. Oh yeah. Layout back to Midnight's. And an Instagram post would that would be enough for a vinyl. Yeah. Like, if there was a Midnight 3am edition, I could see with a uh, physical copy. I actually can't like, afford it, can they chill? <laughs> Please. <laughs> <laughs> Nation, we are not made of money. Please, we're suffering yeah. over here. We're still Honestly, waiting for Speedway signed CDs. Yeah, those are not coming, yeah, Jack. I hate they're to actually not. They're not, they're, they're, <laughs> Why? They're not it's so sad. Oh. Um, and then I think it's just because of the black background. It doesn't make sense. And she's so busy with touring. Gold, she doesn't have time right, to sign it anything. It's so cool. Yeah, but it fades so quickly. Yeah, well... Uh, anyways, <laughs> I can dream. I can, I, I'll continue um, to dream. The last theory is obviously 1989 TV. So I could believe the Midnight 3 or the 1989 TV theories for the October release. But I'm sorry, guys. A new album is not happening. No yeah. matter what you like delulu yourself into watch her announce a new album this weekend if we're just you. oh my god and then we just like have this episode go <laughs> yeah. out and everyone's like oh these two are really stupid <laughs> are these actually oh my god sorry you all to, like, heard that are they just trying to like capitalize on something here that's what we get we suck we yeah, do we suck do. We're not anyway 
that's kind of it for the Taylor update um, in terms of like all of our theories and all of the like little things that have happened in the last few days that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. Yeah, we could do new music alert. Um, I'd say so. Oh my Whenever god. Whenever we talk about just... new music, that is getting looped every single time. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, anyway, um, <laughs> last night, last night for me, uh, on October, on October, on July 28th, Carly Rae Jepsen released a new album called The Loneliest Time, which is a side B to her previous album that she happened to release on the exact same day as Taylor Swift's Midnight's, which was... A very sure you know taylor's last two releases other than speak now speak now doesn't count um well, yeah i don't know what the album is sorry <laughs> taylor so red tv gracie released this is what it feels like on the same day mm-hmm. stressful for me yeah that is stressful <laughs> uh, that was the most stressful day of my life um trying to listen to like the long ass uh, red tv and then all of this is what it feels like and also i think i had an exam that day too which was like too much in one day um anyway and then midnight's release day carly ray jepson released the loneliest time on the same day so i was like so much stuff oh my god it's just not anyway no this time carly ray jepson taylor did not release on the same day Uh, (laughs) um she won (laughs) so the the album's called the loneliest time and for those of you who aren't familiar with carly ray jepson's music you probably have listened to call me maybe um but so she always does side a and side b's of her album so this one was the loneliest time was the first and then the loveliest time was the second so the loneliest time is kind of full of like sadder songs um and then the loveliest time is like more happier songs as it like kind of is implies um and then she's also done in the past like emotion and then emotion side b and then dedicated and dedicated side b so the loneliest time was like more funk disco kind of vibe and i feel like this album maintains that disco vibe less sort of the funk but it, it it's very it's much more experimental from a overall place from my perspective um I absolutely love what she's done. And I think like there's, I think about artists like Maisie who has said, who have said that Carly Rae is a really big influence for her. And like when I listen to Maisie's music, I think of old Carly Rae. Like I think of emotion Carly Rae and I think, oh my God, this is so similar. And I can totally see why Maisie's been inspired by it. Um, And same with like, her being inspired by Lord, which is crazy. Why is she inspired by all my favorite artists? No wonder I'm obsessed with her. Um, <laughs> the, like the loneliest time and the loveliest time for me are like Carly growing out of those those kind of themes and like going into yeah like a more di- more experimental production. Um, the stuff that makes Carly's music for me is the production. Like the production is like the best part. Like it's so her music is so danceable. I absolutely love that. The reason she didn't name it the loneliest time and then the loneliest time side B like she did with emotion dedicated was she said this in an article that she an interview she did for variety and I wanted to talk about on the podcast because said a lot of interesting things in this article. So um, but she said that when I made the loneliest time, I knew that the loveliest time was coming 
it felt like more of a complete set of work versus just like b-sides where it was like these cast off ideas carly ray is kind of like taylor in the way where she writes like so many songs for her albums so what she's done is she, she she picks her songs for the album and then like picks like some vault tracks to share as well which end up being the side b that she releases a few months later but in this she felt like they were two separate pieces of work because saying something was called the loneliest time and then like she wanted to release some happier songs and it just felt like it should be called something different which i think is special and she really captures the theme of the album with the name i think when you listen to this album it feels so much better than the loneliest time in my opinion i absolutely love it the first half for me was kind of a slow i was like listen to the first song anything to be with you and i was like scared for where the album was going like oh no i'm not gonna like this <laughs> but once you get past the first track it like goes up from there and i think collage is kind of where it shifts and where it's like oh yeah i really like all these songs a lot um shadow is one of my favorites the lyrics are beautiful and um fun tidbit um danielle Haim plays the guitar on uh, guitar the drums on on shadow which is fun we love the Haim sisters um my favorite song on the album is probably so right or psychedelic switch so right is really interesting psychedelic switch i love because it's like totally danceable and like i love a song i can shake my ass to i've said that multiple times on this podcast but like you have to know that over and over about me and then i really like so right i think this is one of my i didn't think like from old carly ray i was like when I listened to The Loneliest Time, I was like, you know, I don't know if any of these songs top my favorites from her older music. Mm. But I think So Right is the, the song that, like, feels like, oh, wow, I love this song. Uh, I absolutely love it. Right. And it's interesting because it's the first song she produced with her boyfriend. Her boyfriend is a music producer. Um, his name is Cole MGN. And MGN. Cole MGN. Um, and... There's like a male voice at the start of the song and that's his voice. And it's just like really, you can tell how well they like gel together because the way it's produced really complements her voice. Right. Um, I feel like Carly Rae has got a Ariana Grande syndrome (laughs) Um, where she, she can't enunciate her words very well or like she she she's she used to do it better than she does now but like it doesn't matter because the music is good anyway but like i often find myself when i listen to her music i need to like read the lyrics otherwise i don't know what the fuck she's saying (laughs) right um (laughs) (laughs) which is like it's not a hate thing it's just like that's just how it is i love ariana's music too by the way um and there's lots of drama with her but we're not going to talk about that on the podcast by the way um <laughs> yeah, we're staying clear from that and another piece of drama <laughs> that we're not going to talk about no drama on this podcast other than when we want to talk about <laughs> yeah. drama <laughs> um anyway but yeah that's the loneliest time if you guys don't listen to harley ray and you only know call me maybe i would i said that's the loneliest time no that's the loveliest time um I would absolutely recommend this album. To me, it's better than The Loneliest Time. I absolutely love The Loveliest Time. So go ahead and, and listen to it. Yeah, I've not had a the chance next... to listen to it yet. So I'm, I'll be doing that um, for next week's. And I'm excited to hear it. Yay! 
so exciting. I'm sorry, that was really a lot of me talking. I was here for it. Another new music this week, Grace Anger. Um, she is a very new artist. She released her very first EP this week called, or yeah, called Bad Guy, um, featuring four songs, a new song called Bad Guy, and then three of her other singles, When It Was Over, The Cut, and The Neighborhood. Um, the Neighborhood was her first song that she ever released, and it was out in 2022, and it's her most popular song as well. <laughs> um, Grace is going to be touring with Maisie Peters on her North America day. So if you guys are seeing her anywhere in North America in the next, between August and October when she's here, you should absolutely listen to Grace Anger before you go to your show because she is incredible and you will not regret it. That's um, the Ray seal of approval. <laughs> and like we love uh we love openers there's four songs okay there's literally four songs Mm -hmm. you need to listen to and so if you're going to a Maisie show in north america and you're seeing grace anger open for her Mm -hmm. all you need to know is four songs to sing with her and make her feel loved and special so i think you should do that um (laughs) it's literally 13 minutes long yeah so it's not like don't there's no excuses guys we have no there's no excuses but i think my favorite song of the four is when it was over i just uh, it just like it has that like vibe that i absolutely love like the pop kind of vibe Mm -hmm. it's it's fun it's fresh i don't have like so much to say about it just that i absolutely love it and bad guy is good which is a new track i i do like it i think if I had to rank the four songs in the album, I'd probably put When It Was Over, The Cut, Bad Guy, and then The Neighborhood, which is, like, probably a hot take. Again, if you guys have artists that you that have new music coming out that you want us to listen to and talk about, let us know. We take suggestions. Yeah, we've done our deep dive uh, on Chelsea and B last week. Yes, and we had follow-ups on that, which we didn't do because <laughs> both of us are busy people, but we will do for next time. Yeah. We had to record this one um, so much earlier. We usually do it on like a Monday or a Tuesday. Um, yeah. So Noah Khan yeah. um, recently released dates for UK and EU um, tour that sold out so instantly and were like impossible to get tickets for because they were smaller venues. Um, but obviously that's how it works because obviously if you don't know your audience from over yeah. like to another place then you have to kind of gauge it by going to a smaller venue first and then you'll be able to see the demand and stuff. Um, so they, he tweeted out today just saying I was blown away by the response to the UK and EU tour um, so we are coming back ASAP They're playing some ridiculous Yay. effing rooms not very YouTube friendly no I can uh, I mean Wembley <laughs> come on I'll be rocking Chelsea Blue fair warning pre-sale starts next Wednesday August 2nd so that'll be the day after this podcast comes out that's exciting I'm seeing Noah Khan on September 17th that's so be so fun I'm excited for that too. Um, I have tickets near the back because I'm poor, but it'll still be fun. No, the, yeah, the vibes um, are so, <laughs> so incredible. It'll be good vibes, and I'm so excited. It's playing Wembley and stuff. That's sick. Um, but how you draw... Same venue as Maisie. Isn't that weird? That you know, weird. Maisie and Noah. You know, Maisie and Noah like had did a collab thing on TikTok, and then um, she played at one of his shows um, really? in LA last year. I never year. actually knew that. Yeah. Oh my god, that's sick. It's they're so they're good friends. Like connected. <laughs> yeah, like Maisie and I are good friends, um, which is 
That's so fun. Which is crazy. So I'm surprised insane. they didn't just upgrade the venues of the yeah, actual it's like shows, a complete but maybe new it was date. that's so strange. Maybe it, maybe it was like availability, and then he was already like everything was already scheduled and like planned for those days, so it's yeah. just tough to to change everything. That's a shitty thing with like tour promoters. I I get why they do what they do, like what Jack was talking about with the with the thing about like playing smaller venues first yeah um i'm scared that Maisie's gonna come back to toronto because she keeps selling out these venues and next she's gonna play bud stage and like she's not gonna sell a bud stage i feel like Maisie's is so hard because wembley is like a good one yeah, but because it's... that's where like Maisie's got primarily primarily like a, a uk yeah. based audience and like mm-hmm. an, it's an 16 like we don't have a lot of in between venues in Toronto, so it makes sense. Bud stage is sixteen thousand, whereas like history, which she's playing, is two thousand five hundred. So it's okay. like it's it's quite different. The last topic yeah. is uh, a sad, not a sad. I don't know. It's stressful. Uh, it's kind of went full circle over yesterday. People that were buying tickets through AXS for the Eras tour, at least in the UK, had randomly being getting cancelled like tickets have been randomly getting cancelled without really any information on why um people were wondering if it was because of like the four per code thing or per billing or whatever like that but it was people that were, hadn't broken any rules as well that were getting cancelled um and it's real really like kind of wide to say breaking any rules because again we spoke about this beforehand before we launched like before we started recording like but they've kind of set policies in place that kind of are so vague but then they're changing. So I got an email two days ago saying they were going to be updating their policy. So it depends mm-hmm. what they change it to when they update it. But it's it's I hate how they can just change it and get away with it. But um, it's stupid. It's and then because then even if you go to them after and be like, oh yeah, well this didn't say this before, they'll be like, oh well, that's their policy now. Um, I I think like for anyone, I think the rule is, and that, the thing that Ticketmaster has been doing is four tickets per account or something and it's it doesn't matter anything else so like yeah. if you have like two tickets on your account and like your partner has three tickets on their account you have the same billing address and one of your tickets got cancelled for example i don't think there's any validity in that and i think that if that happened to you i would do something about it and just so that people know by the way this is only for the uk heiress tour I know that there's a lot of like misinformation on Twitter, people freaking out that they have like tickets to Paris and tickets to London and like doesn't matter that it's on the same billing address. No, it doesn't matter if it's a different country. It's just just within the UK. Yeah. Um, It's hard because there was, um, there's people have been going back to forth with the live chat and stuff and they've kind of been misinformed to people that are like doing live chat, but I think they're trying to all come together and collectively make sure to be saying the right thing now, but um, some of them were saying it's like the damage has already been yeah. done if you've been telling people the wrong stuff well people were saying um, it was like four per household and not like which would like kind of be bill and address which is understandable because like that's kind of what the rule was but the way they were phrasing it it was like so weird and then they were saying it wasn't anything to do with um account and then they said they were saying it was to do with your how many you've got on your account and it's just like so strange but they have kind of confirmed that the address is fine um and it's it, they said it was per code um but at the same time um it'll probably that links to like the same account 
So as long as you've not got four, mo you can't even buy more than four account, uh, four on a code unless it's maybe broken. But that's kind of what's happening. So they said the last ticket she bought or the last ticket you bought that reaches over the four will be the one that that should be cancelled or refunded. Um, but if there is anybody that's had the ticket cancelled that hasn't broken any of the rules, definitely contact them first to complain. Make it clear like why you want to complain, um, and your reasons and mm -hmm. stuff. Um, and then mm -hmm. um, there's a tweet here from Swiftly Camilla saying if you can't get anywhere with them you can raise a claim with the society of ticket agents and retailers um but only if you've tried to contact the access first because that's obviously like it's against their policy like it's against the rules or something um mm -hmm. so hopefully that would be a way to get your tickets back but I, I honestly i don't know the the resale and stuff comes out on the first of august they said the prices are capped so i actually have no idea what they're capped to but um i'm praying it's not a lot so if there is anybody that has to go through this and that they can able they're able to get tickets again when the the tickets yeah are, again yeah. like um like if you like no matter what whether you're in the uk or europe or latin america or yeah. australia i think i don't know when the australian um resale oh, yeah. platform is opening i believe it's september um is what i've heard for that one i know singapore doesn't have good uh a decent resale platform i that I know of, um, and I'm not sure if there's anything on Twitter for it at the moment. Um, if you're looking for any of the other UK, the uh, other the remaining US dates, the LA ones, um, the best place is Heirs to a Resale. There's a few other accounts that are also really helpful to match people with tickets. If you're looking for Latin America, again, I think the resale rules there are very not great. Like, so. I'm not I'm not actually sure about that if you're looking for Latin America but if you have any specific questions I can help you find information for sure for any country so join our discord or tweet us on Twitter send us a DM on Twitter and we're happy to help you guys I want everyone who listens to this podcast to go to the Ares tour <laughs> yeah just be safe when you're buying tickets yeah and even when you do go through twitter accounts and stuff make sure you're like checking validity of tickets and, and everything i know it's so easy to see a, a ticket for a show that you really want to go to and just kind of jump on the opportunity but just just be a wee bit more vigilant be careful yeah next time we speak to you there might be a new album i'm just kidding that's not gonna happen this weekend there won't be <laughs> we're 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 faking but yeah thank you guys for listening i'm sorry it was a shorter episode this week but i hope you guys enjoyed it yeah very fun yeah thanks for listening check out all the socials music shack podcast on tiktok and instagram and music shack on twitter um, and then all spotify album podcasts everything go check out the podcast on there and if you are listening and you want a video version come to youtube which is at music shack podcast um but yeah yay hope you have an amazing weekend and or week and weekend um and we'll see you next time goodbye bye